Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest things in life. I'll come in a pair They say hindsight's 2020, But that ain't far enough behind me So if you want the sweetest honey I think hindsight's 1990 There's no need to pretend I got a hand I can land Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 shows taught me Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Fabuloso. Just got back from my very first beauty contest. I lost. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I mean, who really wants to win a beauty pageant, though, right? Like, am I right about that? Uh, I mean, I think that I would. I was never a pageant girl. It's not very, like, popular in the East Coast. Yeah, I think it's like um, a Southern America. thing, right? It's more like of a Southern thing. Like, mm-hmm. they they definitely have, like, pageants around here. Like, I remember, um, I remember, like, some, like, teen pageants in high school. Like, certain people did that. Mm-hmm. And you would get the flyer in the mail. And then, like, for one second, you'd be like... Can I do this? Can I be a teen beauty queen? And then you're like, like no. And then I'm like, no, it's no. Not for me. Like, they're not looking for me. I'm not their <laughs> demographic. I'd be out the minute they're like, put Vaseline on your teeth. I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm out of here. I mean, it's see, I do love a trick, a tip and a trick, and that was a good tip. What is the point to, to keep lipstick on your teeth? So that your lips don't stick to your teeth. Do people's Which lips I- normally stick to their teeth? I don't run into the issue quite often. Bitch, get some saliva up in there, you know? I think that the issue is if, like, you're talking a lot, then maybe that can happen. Or I'm sure you're not able to uh, hydrate yourself. And then maybe you need that. I think I have, like, a wet mouth. Like, I don't think I have that issue. No. At first, I thought it was for shiny teeth. Because, like, you kind of want your teeth to, like, sparkle if you're on a pageant. But no, they said... 
They said it was so that your lips don't stick to your teeth. I've never had that. I, listeners, yeah. let us know. Do your lips Seem- stick to your teeth? <laughs> I just feel like I have too much saliva for that. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, everybody has their own <laughs> amount of saliva. And Jess, we shouldn't judge if you have little or a lot of saliva. That's just like some people have it. Some people don't. Is this like a hereditary thing? Like some people have like the disconnected so. earlobes and some people have yeah. the... Like wet mouths. I think I think that's the case. I love how we're like five minutes into this podcast and it's already like off the rails. Like we haven't even done anything yet. Uh, I know. I don't even I don't even know what to do with myself today. Like everything's just like peachy keen. Like, right. Like can't really complain. But also I'm also spiraling because I'm also a hot mess. It's great, but I'm spiraling. Like I'm fine. People, this is what anxiety like, sounds like. But, <laughs> it's great. Uh, <laughs> the the dysthymia is coming through again. <laughs> she she's like a um a really persistent friend. Yes, always here. Um, I decided today was like a, a Thursday, but like honestly, it felt like a Monday to me. Like phone was ringing off the hook all day. Bitches wouldn't leave me alone. It was a day at work. And so I decided that I was going to indulge in a beverage today. What do you got? I have Barefoot Makes Hard Seltzer. And I'm indulging in strawberry and guava. Oh, that sounds delightful. Like, look at this. She's cute. She's tiny. Oh, she is cute. She's a little cute can. It's one of those, like, skinny cans. Yeah. I just got some Thai food delivered, so um, I got myself a Thai iced tea. Ooh. Yes. Yum. So I don't even know what Thai, Thai, Thai iced tea is. I think I've had it once. I think Will got... No, Will got us Thai coffee once. Yeah, same thing, same thing, yeah. but it's like with tea instead of coffee. But I have no idea. It's orange, and I don't know what it is. I just drink it and then hope for the best. I mean, that's usually what I do with most beverages. Just drink it and yeah. hope for the best. Hope for the best. Not alcoholic. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So, so um, unless you have something to share in the TV front, I um, mm. would like to share some of the fabulous feedback that we got from last week's episode. Oh, I started watching Sharp Objects. We discussed this probably on Boy uh. Meets World. Um, yes, but yes. I started watching it and I watched three episodes in one night. It's really good. And then I was like, shit, this is so good that I have to read the book. So then I immediately stopped watching and have started the audiobook, which is also very good. Highly recommend if anybody's interested. How's the uh, audiobook? Really good. I'm really enjoying it. I'm about like 30% through in just like two days, but it's a short, it's a short book. It's like a nine hour you, audiobook or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, you also devour audiobooks really I quickly. do. I usually listen at a, at least like a 1.25 or a 1.5 speed. Yeah. And I listen while I work. <laughs> I like whistle yeah, while I work. Yeah. Um, You're a very diligent listener. Yes. So anyway, so I definitely recommend that if anybody is in the mood for that. Um, I got my audiobook just like my local, like I use Libby, which is an app to get like library books. So I got that way. And the show is on HBO or HBO Max. I think it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. But I have HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But let's let's get into feedback. I'm excited to hear some feedback. Yeah. So um, I think nobody sent us in snake stories, which I have issues nobody with. Nobody has snake stories. That's not a thing. People have. 
I want to hear snake stories. So it was more so like general feedback about like the episode itself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so Jennifer Carosa, uh, Message Justin said, I can't stand Dawson, but this may be my favorite Dawson episode. Perhaps it's because the scare is an episode out of time. Mm. So I guess she likes it because it doesn't follow like the storyline. It kind of like, stands on its less own. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I think our main feedback were people schooling us, which I appreciate, but telling us because we were very confused as to. Why in the world, like, where this scary episode came yeah, from? We knew it was, like, an homage, but, like, and yeah, that was as bad as I much mean, as we knew. So, um, a few people messaged us in, um, at Cheeky Hobbit, at Dirtbag Kelly, and at Tom Palmer, um, that the episode was written as an homage to the show's creator, Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream, and I know, I don't, I know what you did last summer. Um, and then Cheeky Hoppet says, it makes no sense in the timeline at, uh, at all and never did. Dawson's Creek has a weird tendency to be to have scary episodes and she hates them all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really so, did feel like we talked about that. Like it felt very out of place in terms of like the chronology of the show, mm-hmm. um, which like, I don't mind a one off scary episode, but I just didn't particularly enjoy that episode, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. So Dirtbag Kelly told us that um, that the same thing, you know, it's an homage um, in, you know, the scare was acknowledging the directors Mm -hmm. or the creators, um, uh, like, background, which is, like, awesome. Yeah, no, good for them. I just, not my type of thing. I just don't know that I'm the audience for it, really. Yeah, and I learned that there's more to come. So There you go. We there's multiple scary episodes. Can't we'll wait. like get more. We can't wait. Well, maybe they'll um, be iconic, like the Boy Meets World one that we're excited about. I hope so. Yeah. Cheeky Hobbit also said answers a question that we had last week. Where's Pacey's mom? We still don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers really for anybody spoiler. who hasn't like watched the show, or at least like if you if you if you still want to theorize about Pacey's mom without knowing any concrete answers, skip mm-hmm. ahead like thirty seconds. Yes. Um. Also, yes, Pacey does have a mom. No spoilers, but you won't meet her for quite a while and only ever once. It's a big writing hole in the show, in my Cheeky Hoppin's opinion, mm-hmm. which is crazy. He's like, one of the main characters. The like, you'd think we'd know more uh-huh. about his family situation. I mean, we hear about it again this episode, but... Not his his mom is never mentioned. Not his mom. Yeah. Not his mom. Which is weird. And she does add that we get to know Pacey's dad quite a bit mm-hmm. and his various siblings. Apparently, he's the youngest of five kids, but the mom is never part of the story almost ever. That is very weird. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, I mean, as I, I don't know. Especially because the other three characters, right? Like Joey, Dawson, and Jen, we all know their family Mm -hmm. situations and we're around their families a decent amount. Even Jen, like Jen and Grams, if you want to count that because her parents aren't local, like we're around everybody else's family. I know. I just wish that I had more of a clue of like why this was not important. But you know what? We'll find out. If the show says... We'll see. Hey, Sarah, it's not important. Then I say, you know, then it's not important. I'll let it go. I'm having a hard time of letting things go today. I could tell. I could tell. 
Yeah, this is where the rigid tendencies come in. Yes. It's like, loosen I up, can't you know? do one of these. I'm waggling my Just arms like, for anybody who can. I got to be like a Lucy, Lucy Goosey. Yeah. Lucy, Goose, Lucy Goosey bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Um, Maybe I really did need to spike the uh You should have spiked the tea. tea. Yeah. <laughs> spike that tea. tea. Um, Twisted Thai tea. Yes. Um. Shall we get into this week's episode? I don't think we have anything else to talk about, do we? No. Okay. Um. Season one, episode twelve, beauty contest. One of the more iconic episodes from season one in my memory. Um. Mm-hmm. So this episode, we have a, a kind of a bunch of different groupings. I'm gonna read them off to you, and you kind of let me know where you'd like to go. Um. Yep. We have Dawson and Joey. Dawson, Joey, Jen, and Pacey, kind of like the four. Uh, Joey and Jen, Dawson and Pacey, Dawson and Jen. I have kind of Pacey on his own as well. And then I have like the pageant kind of lumped together, which I feel like maybe we talk about at the end just because like timeline wise it kind of works. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets a little bit tricky sometimes with these episodes, people. Oh, boy. Let's start with Dawson and Pacey, I think. Dawson and Pacey. Great. Um, so this, I guess we, we were already kind of talking about Pacey's family. So this is kind of a natural segue, um, where we find out that like things aren't going well in the Witter household. Pacey's dad is like really laying into him about all his shenanigans lately. Right. Which I actually really appreciate the continuity. Like, yeah. I feel like it's very rare for shows to be like, these are the things that I've done in the last few episodes, and this is why, like, I'm kind of like a fuck up, essentially, yeah. at least in his father's eyes. So they mentioned failing bio, skipping school to go to Providence, stealing slash borrowing the dad's car. Right. A lot. Of Obviously, stuff. we like glossed over the whole Tammy thing. I guess we forgot about Tammy. Like, Tammy doesn't exist anymore in the uh, in the lexicon of the creek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How many creek weeks has it been since Tammy? I, th- I you know what i think it's been like two creek months so four <laughs> eight eight, eight creek, creek weeks, weeks. <laughs> since tammy maybe about four creek weeks or five creek weeks since um the jen dawson breakup okay maybe yeah maybe who knows but who knows it could have been maybe it's been three days yeah honestly i don't know but they like it's wild to me how nonchalantly Pacey is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an emancipated minor and get an apartment. Like, just kind Honestly, of wild. I think he's, I know, I think he's been thinking about this since, like, for five years. It, it, and it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And so that's kind of the whole impetus for him wanting to be in the um, pageant is because he wants the $5,000 to get an apartment. Um, yeah. And it's, like, Dawson is, I will say, Dawson is a good friend to Pacey in this episode, I think, right? Like, he offers him a place to stay. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, yes. if you want to stay with us, like, you're more than welcome to crash. Yeah. Um. He, like, I mean, he, I guess he is He's hyping isn't. up his friend. He is hyping him up. I mean, but we know that, like, it's also, like, self-interest, right? Because he's like, oh, a man entering the pageant is going to be news. And, like, I get to be in charge of that news. And, like, I get notoriety from this, you know? Yeah, I know. It totally was because he, I don't know how he got this gig, but Dawson got to like pretty much be the assistant or the person running the media cover- uh, media coverage yeah. at the like station. I think it's because like his pageant. mom works there and so he had like an in. That's my guess. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he doesn't nepotism. even have an internship, but um, I guess he, you know, they know that he has a special interest in media. They heard all about his TV scary movie, production. and they're like, we got to snatch this guy up while he's available. I'm telling you. So, yeah, so this is the penultimate episode of season one, right? Yeah. One more episode left. I'm telling you, if they head off to Boston in the next episode for the movie, I'm literally going to flip. But because it's like by by film that was so important to me yeah. in the first like four episodes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. So he encourages Pacey to fight the good fight for all white men in America. So ridiculous. And, oh, we're going to fix sexism by doing like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Pacey, Pacey likes, number one, Pacey likes being, like, you know, the fun guy. And mm-hmm. he thinks that this is going to piss his dad off. So he decides to sign up or try to sign up for the Miss Windjammer contest. Yeah. Um, And, you know, he he fought with the judges. He said, you know, there's nothing in the Constitution that says I can't do this. And there's nothing in your rule book that says that I can't do this. Right. So Pacey, Pacey got to join um, much to the uh, the Yacht Club's uh, dismay. dismay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the scene, too, where he's with like Mitch and Dawson, like trying to practice like a talent for it. And he's singing and it's awful. Truly, really, awful. you thought that it was bad. It was very bad. Yeah, <laughs> he was singing New York, New York. I thought it was pretty. It good. was not good. And like, I don't know this scene too. I, was, he, I don't know. I, I just think it like good. it's not his talent. Like it's fine. He's not breaking glass, but like mm-hmm. if that's your talent, like you should at least be like better than average at it. Right. Um, right. So then, yeah, he should so have done Dawson like stand up like, comedy. Like that's what he's good at. Yeah, and I think that he eventually kind of got there kind of, with yeah. his, um, you know, his interpretation of whatever. What we'll would your talent be later. if you were at like a pageant? Oh my gosh, I like have no talent. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't have no talent. I, uh, you just start what, a podcast I'm, on the stage. <laughs> that's. I mean, quite literally, my I, I I've spent like a lot of my life being like I I mean, sorry to be a sad sack, but like not feeling like I wasn't good at anything because I wasn't the best at every anything. Yeah, and like you know, you know, even if you think that you're pretty good at something, there's always somebody that's better than you. Well, so you could yada, maybe yada, do yada. like a special telling of some type of like royals story. You know a ton mm. about the royals. I think that something with the spoken word could yeah. could be good. Um, not like not like a poetry and 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 I don't know. I, I mean, I, what about you? I I have zero talent. I I don't um, know, Jessica. Not what I do. I don't know. Sing. I I sing? could sing. I guess. I don't know that I'm like talented enough at singing to do something like that on a stage. Maybe we, neither of us play instruments. I, I used to play guitar and clarinet. Um, I don't know. That would that would probably be it. I don't, I don't know that I'd have well, a ton of tricks. Well, then would, we're both flops. We are flops. I would never enter a beauty pageant. Maybe what I would do is I would have like a pre-built set and then and it's a blank it's a blank room it's like um like a set like a three wall mm-hmm. set and the fourth wall is open to the audience then I would have a pile of like furnishings and accessories <laughs> off to the side <laughs> decorate and then the I room. would put like 
I would put like a five minute time. No, you can't. Three minute time limit. And I would quickly decorate the this room. This is like a, a, like a Sims thing. Yeah. You would like Sims it up. Oh, can I just play the Sims for my talent? <laughs> I'm an influencer for my talent. Watch me play my yeah. video game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I mean, that's the modern day. You just stream on Twitch. Truly, truly. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There we go. I appreciate we this. it out. Yes. Um, at least we at least we can get to something. Yes. So, um, yeah. So yeah, later. I, so when they're in that same scene, when he's practicing his talents, um, like him and Dawson have a chat and Daw- and this makes a lot more sense if it comes right after the episode. Yeah. Like if we skip over this, the scary episode and it comes right after that episode before it, because Dawson asks Pacey if he's talked to Joey like lately and he yes. says that he thinks that Joey is avoiding him and like yep. this makes so much more sense I, it really does I feel a lot better I, I felt a lot of like unrest at the last episode in terms of timeline and continuity I mean and everything makes more sense when we think of that was the true episode 10 the carnival was the true episode 11 and this yeah. is the true episode 12 absolutely like, that I feel much better, you know, feel like living that way. Yeah. And this is when we get into how many times are we going to have this scene where Dawson's like, I never thought of Joey romantically. And Pacey's like, dude, bro, like, stop it. Stop mm-hmm. it. I mean, I'm surprised that Pacey still enables this conversation. And it's just not like, you know, I've we've had this talk like six times. I'm over it. But yeah, like Dawson just sees Joey as a sister yeah. and nothing more. Give me a break. And, um, you know, that's that's what Dawson is like, you know, claiming. And ultimately, um, you know, Pacey says, calls him out and says, so you don't want her, but you don't want anybody else to have her. Yeah. And yes, that is a um, a great follow-up to episode tea. 10. Yeah, that's the true tea. That's what it is. And it's obnoxious yep. and it's annoying. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, and we also so, have a, a tiny scene as well um, when, like, after Dawson is, like, insulting Jen with backhanded compliments when they're talking about the mm-hmm. beauty pageant, where mm-hmm. PC is like, Geez, I didn't realize like that's your new scheme to get Jen back. It's just like insult her. <laughs> Maybe you should Which just was get kind over of it. Pacey's original advice. It really was Pacey. You gave him this advice. <laughs> Did <laughs> you forget? Like, so it's like Dawson tried everything else, and then he ultimately comes back to Pacey's advice, and then Pacey's like, "That's some dumb advice." Yeah. It's like, bitch, you gave that me. You gave that uh, advice to yeah. me. No, he completely like forgot yeah. that he was the one who gave. Uh, Dawson that advice for sure yeah for sure and then Dawson's like yeah winning her back is like my new bizarre hobby and I would say you know take up solid get a fucking hobby bro like what about movie making whatever happened to your ET doll come on (laughs) go back to movie making it may have looked like a suck ass movie but give it another go exactly um yeah I think next I would like to if you'll indulge me go to Joey and Jen I think that's a good next that sounds good thank you um I really enjoyed the Joey Jen aspect in this episode because like yes. Jen is finally like listen can we be friends now like I'm not dating Dawson you're not dating Dawson like why can't yeah. we just be friends and Joey's like super hesitant about it because she I don't I just don't think like Jen even says it later like neither one of them are like girls who have friends that are other girls yeah yeah, which I really appreciated that conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that that is something very 
like self-aware that they both realize that. Yeah. And I think, you know, Jen essentially says in that conversation, like, don't you feel like you're missing out on like a big aspect of life? Having a girlfriend, like somebody that you can just like, you know, you know, like be be a friend on like, yeah, a, like gossip a, a and chat level. and yeah, yeah. And there's no pressure. There's not going to be sexual tension like we could just right. be friends. And I think right, like right, Joey right. finally is like, you know what? Like, yeah, like, why not? Let's give it a try. Um, yes. But she like Joey is such a skeptic. Like anything that Jen says, I feel like Joey's like immediately like defensive of or like immediately thinks that Jen has this like ulterior motive. Like, why are you helping yeah. me? Like, what is it? What's in this for you? You know? Right. Yeah. Especially after Joey's been like such a bee to her. Yeah. But. I, I mean, Jen just needs a friend. Like, she needs somebody that she can just, like, chill with. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that... And and then, like, the best part of this whole thing was that um, Joey asked the question that we've been wondering I was going to say the same thing. Yes, we get an yes. answer to our question. Yeah, so she's like, why are you hanging out why do you want to hang out with me instead of like the popular pep squad girls? Um, And like, she essentially says like, you know, hanging out with me is going to like, you know, really, really like ruin your like social capital or reputation or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because she's not a popular girl. And Jen answers, it's because the same reason why, you know, like Joey doesn't because they're a, Bunch of like airheads idiots. or something. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, Jen just thinks that all the other girls are just like not. Like, that's a. That's painting quite a broad brush across yeah, every the entire single teenager. Body. Yeah. Every single teenager in Cape Side is like yeah. uh, an airhead. Like, we're not saying and... you have to hang out with just the cheerleaders, Jen, but like, find somebody out of this core four, out of the the creepy creeks or the creepy creakers, mm-hmm. whatever we called them, the creek creeps. Mm-hmm. Creep. Creep queeks, creek, yeah. creek, creek, creek. <laughs> the creek creeps. Um, creep, we picked creeps. the worst name to try to repeat. Honestly, um, I, I, we're sticking to it. We're though. going to. We're dedicated now. Um, but find yeah. somebody else other than the creep creek creeps to hang out with. Um, yeah, and it seems impossible. And here's the thing. So I want to get your opinions because we're we're not to to Jen and Dawson yet. But I'd like to know your thoughts on like did did Jen like cross a line here right so after her and joey they say they're going to be friends and i'm gonna help mm-hmm. you with this pageant and you're, we're gonna help you get the money so you don't have to worry about a scholarship for college and blah 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 does she cross a line by then like approaching dawson to try to get back together without having a conversation with joey knowing joey oh. has feelings for dawson i'm just mm, you know i i honestly i didn't think about that at all I didn't think about it in the sense of like you just made this like alliance with um, Joey and now yeah. you're like backing out. I didn't think about that. Is it within girl code? Here's the thing. Like this is a new no. friendship, but because it's a new friendship, I think it's even more delicate. And like you mm-hmm. it, like I don't think I think that that might be a bit of a not I don't want to say sinister because I don't think it's that calculated, but mm-hmm. Is there anything to 
Jen seeing Dawson be interested in somebody else and therefore then being interested back in Dawson. Like she didn't give an F about Dawson. She wasn't attracted to Dawson. And suddenly Dawson glances in Joey's direction and she goes running back to Dawson wanting to get back together. Yeah. Well, I do want to address this a little bit more later, but I, I, I honestly, I didn't think of it in the sense of how it would affect Joey, which is kind of surprising since I'm like the biggest Joey stan ever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, until Joey says like, hmm, until Joey's like, I want to pursue things with Dawson. Mm-hmm. If you're like not into, but then like she's but she already go- knows. It's tricky. Like, here's the thing. Like, Jen knows that Joey's into Dawson. She's admitted it. Like, she's basically said, I'm in love with Dawson. Like, even if she hasn't said those words, like, she's admitted it on multiple occasions, like, mainly in that detention episode that they had that whole conversation. So, like, to me, if I make a new friend and my friend, it's kind of confusing because my friend's ex is the guy I like, but... You broke up with Uh him. She ended things with him. So to me, it's a little bit skeevy for then her to like approach the guy without telling, at least telling me, like, don't make me look like a fool. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like maybe if Jen is like, but then they didn't really have time because all of this happened like during the pageant. Okay, but then um, wait know. a day before you go up to Dawson. To me... I have, like, other issues with Jen that is not related to Joey. Okay, we'll get into... We'll go there next, but just one other thing before we move... I guess we'll, let's go there because actually what I'm going to say kind of relates. Are we going to Dawson and Jen next? I I, I guess so. Or do you want to talk I, pageant? I so. Do you want to talk pageant first? Because that's, like... The Dawson and Jen is mainly the end of the night. I... Okay. I mean, there's so many directions to go. This is like a big episode, guys. It's like, a lot. It's a lot. To be honest with you. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm like. Everybody okay. freak out. I'm freaking out, man. I kind of want to save the Joey stuff to last. Well, Joey and Dawson have to be last. Absolutely. Okay. That's all I care about. Well, the, the so pageant, by saying the pageant, I just mean. Pageant. The actual pageant. Not everything pageant. that happens but, after. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, let's go to the pageant, I guess. Okay. Um, because, but I, like, I mean, we didn't even say, like, I just want to say, like, once again, like, I really appreciate, like, them, like, going all in on why Joey would be interested in the pageant. Because if you don't, if you remember from last week, I, you know, you asked me what I thought this episode was about. And I was pretty kind of close, like, to be honest with you. Yep, you you were. So, um, so I said I thought Jen was going to be in the pageant and then maybe... Joey would join the pageant to make money for college. So that was like my thing. Jen was a pageant girl at one point in time. Yep. Which is not surprising. And Joey did join the pageant to try to make money, a scholarship for college. So I just want to say, like, I appreciate the show being like, you know, this is a constant thing with like Joey needing to keep chasing like the ability like different opportunities mm-hmm. um to better herself. Right. So, and, and this is like her main motivation is right. to better herself, get out of Cape Side, like give herself more opportunities right. because she knows that if she doesn't make this happen for herself, it's not happening and she's gonna be stuck in Cape Side 
working at the crab shack right. for like the rest of her life. Right. And we it's not even just that she like wants because we we didn't really know the extent to which Joey wants to leave town. Right. Like we knew she wanted to go out of like out of Cape Side for college. But we mm-hmm. weren't we weren't aware that like she has very large aspirations like she wants to like go overseas she wants to travel a lot and so she's gonna need money to do that and a scholarship to do that yeah um and so this is which i love that for her yeah i love that joey has big dreams yes and she has her own dreams that have nothing to do with dawson yeah and have nothing to do with Dawson's yeah. dreams. It really rounds her out as a character because up until more recently, what we knew about Joey was, okay, she has a dead mom. She has a sister who's pregnant with her boyfriend and they're poor. And like, and she mm-hmm. she wants out of Cape Side and she's obsessed with Dawson. Like we didn't really know that she has huge dreams that have nothing to do with Dawson, which when I'm looking at like female characters on a show, I, I hate when it's, literally all they talk about is like the men on mm-hmm. the show there's nothing more frustrating than a show where like literally all the women's conversations revolve around men and so I really appreciate yes. that now we're getting I mean Jen's still kind of do but Joey at least we're now seeing in like a much you know rounded more rounded out way she's a much more three-dimensional character now but we've regressed a lot with Jen in the first very half much so. of the season it wasn't Jen's conversations were not very revolved around around no. Dawson I don't know I mean they were more she was more mysterious but like she also mysterious. she was much more kind like and she's still kind to Joey I don't mean to paint her in a negative light but like yeah she's still kind to Joey and wants to be friendly to Joey but like it's frustrating and we'll get there to watch her in the Dawson stuff like to me it's very frustrating to watch that me too um, it really is it really really yeah, is but Let's let's go to the pageant next because we'll get to then because then we'll kind of have to go towards the towards the Dawson and Jen and the and the right. Dawson and Joey stuff. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. So pageant time. So we do have this pre-interview, right? Right. Well, first we have an orientation. Right, and this is when okay. this whole side story with Pacey and this girl Hannah. Like it's very strange, very weird, and kind of just came out of like nowhere. Like they, yeah, love, we really don't care. They love pairing Pacey up with these random people who don't mean yeah. anything, just to like yeah. give him a storyline because he's not in the love triangle. Which, to be honest, he yeah. kind of is, but not in this episode. I'm, I mean, no, not really. So, and like he's like kind of egging everybody on. <laughs> Did we care at all about Pacey and Hannah? I know I didn't. No, I mean, it seems as though they kind of have a past. Like, they were supposed to go on a date in the sixth grade. Who gives a fuck fuck about that? No one cares. I don't care about the sixth grade. Uh, This girl, Hannah, goes off to boarding school. Um, So, you know, they meet up again at this orientation. And, like, you know, um, Pacey's kind of, like, holding court, like, making all the girls laugh, like, being his charming self. Mm -hmm. They, like, say it's, like, the 35th anniversary of this pageant and they're going to definitely revive the uh, res- revise the uh, rules for next year right. it just like the whole time that this Hannah girl kept showing up I thought there was going to be a larger storyline with her because mm-hmm. like she seemed like a bigger deal when she first like arrived and then it kind yeah. of just went 
nowhere. Like, they kind of just yeah. connect on being the black sheep of their family. And that's Exactly. It. Which I did. Like, I thought that was kind of interesting. But if we're never going to see Hannah again, then I honestly don't give a shit. I couldn't tell you. She might show back up, but I don't think so. Like, yeah. I don't fucking remember her. So... Yeah, ultimately, like, Hannah is, like, a big bitch because, like, all of her siblings are ten times more successful than her, but also she's 16, so what is she supposed to do? Yeah, like, who You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, rich people problems. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. First world problems. She just annoyed me. It was just kind of pointless to me that that whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Dawson is somehow got the job of doing pre-interviews. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, some of the other contestants. There's some, like, really vapid girls that say, like, really, like, weird, inappropriate things. Yeah, and we have, like, a good candidate that I honestly, I did um, see Roberta Crump in the beginning in my first watch and said, oh, like, she doesn't sound that bad compared to, like, all these other people. Yeah, and then she's she ends up winning. Yeah. She ends up winning. Um, so um, we then get a... Dawson and Joey pre-interview and this is like super weird because I don't know if this goes more towards like the Dawson Joey stuff but this kind of just is backs up like our conversation before of like you know Joey having bigger dreams but she's also in this pre-interview talking like directly to Dawson about like a bunch of stuff and she, you can and tell she's like uncomfortable and she's just like, oh, Dawson's here. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this with him. And t- it's yeah. wild to me that they haven't had a conversation before that has like hinted at Joey wanting out of Cape Side and wanting to like do something with her life. Like, this just goes to show honestly to me how like self-centered Dawson is that like she knows all about his aspirations to be a filmmaker which newsflash Dawson I'm sure you're gonna have to move out of fucking Cape Side to do that like you're gonna have to go to either LA or New York City those are the fucking places to be and it's wild to me that they've never had a conversation about what Joey wants to do with her future right yep yep and you're exactly right it exactly has to do with the fact that Dawson doesn't ask her anything about her self-centered like it's very obvious to mm-hmm. me that he just goes on and on and on about his film stuff and she's just kind of like he treats her like a groupie almost oh my god yeah um and at this point i think that they're like not talking right like because um because like when joey told dawson that she was signing up for this pageant he basically like mocked her I think she took that a little bit too hard, in my opinion. But it's obviously uh, a sensitive topic for her. So, like, I I think she overreacted, like, ever so slightly. But I think it's just, it's tough for her. So, I don't Mm -hmm. know. So, yeah, this was a weird one. And then, finally, we get to the pageant. Yeah. Um, You know, Jen is doing Joey's makeup. Joey's afraid that people are going to laugh at her. Yeah. Um, And then, like... Dawson is helping Pacey get ready. Yeah. Like Pacey has, Pacey's like thrown in the closet. Like he's not allowed to be in the, <laughs> in the dressing room, of course. Yeah. And then Pacey, I I love the scene of Pacey's talent because he finds out that like no one is taking him seriously, so there's no shot he'll ever win. Which he really yes. did think there was a shot he was going to win. And so once he finds that out, he goes up on stage and he quotes um, Braveheart, I think, where he's like, yes. uh, "You may take my life, but you'll never take my freedom." And he like has like the face paint on. He's like, "Who are you to judge me?" Yeah, the judges. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> I love the scene with Pacey. I thought his accent was on point. Um, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought this was really great. This was a ins- 
inspire a Braveheart inspired dramatic interpretation. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that like, you know, the audience thought he was funny. Yeah. I don't think the judges liked it so much. Like, no, only um, Dawson's mom. She was the only one who was into it. <laughs> Dawson's mom is like everyone's biggest stan. <laughs> um, She's like, oh, so, I'm so bored, but you're keeping me entertained. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were eating Pacey up in the um, interview section. Yes. Like, in, like the entire audience was loving him during the interview section. Yes. Like he was being funny and witty and charming and um all the above, like his answers, I think were pretty good, but they had like his sense like of humor snark to them. And stuff. Like he, yeah, his snark. It wasn't taking it too seriously. Yeah. Um, and then his evening wear, he was really like being a ham and like eating up the stage yeah. and his like tuxedo and he was doing his spins. He did like the thing is, is like they can joke and stuff, but he was taking it seriously. Like he was fulfilling all of the requirements. So. Even though we know the judges were never going to award yeah, him yeah. like I, prize or whatever. No, because, and it's, be, I mean, honestly, like, I, I mean, like, I understand the point, like, what Dawson was saying in the beginning, like, um, so-and-so success, successfully, successfully sued. Oh, yeah. Um, for wanting to play football with, like, men. And a part of me, you know, I respect the fact that Pacey was like, you know what, like screw gender norms. Absolutely. But a part of me is like, you know, I don't know. Well, they're just like fancy pants, mm -hmm. like stuck up people. Like they're not. This is not the people. This is not the people. Like the they're conservative club members are not your audience. Yeah, but Um, we need to talk about Joey in this pageant because she is obvi the star. She's the star. I mean, some would say that, um, like, Roberta Crump is the star, but well, we don't give a fuck about Roberta, so. <laughs> okay, so let's take it beat by beat. Her evening wear, stunning, gorgeous. And this is, like, she, yeah, and this is when we so see. elegant. Yes, yes, backless, like, ooh, all ba- back for days, bitch. Um, mm-hmm. And we see, like, this is when we see Dawson kind of, like, I don't know, opening his fucking eyes for the first time in his life and being like, whoa, Joey's actually gorgeous. Like, I'm sorry. She needs to fucking put makeup on for you to notice that, dude. Like, give me a break. I know. I know. I was really annoyed with this. And it's it's almost like Dawson saw Joey for the first time. And yeah. even like Pacey brings it up to oh, Jen. Oh, this is like, my, yeah, this oh. is my sassy saying. So I okay, can say so it. Then we'll save that. We'll save okay. that. But I just think that. Like, I, this is when I started, like, getting a really sour taste in my mouth. Like, I was loving the, this episode. Like, I loved, like, every part of it. But, like, at this point, I was starting to feel, like, an ick factor, you know? With, with, with who it, specifically? Just, like, Dawson? With Dawson. Okay, just double With checking. Dawson. Yeah. And it ultimately comes to a head. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, she looked, like, so beautiful. Um, her... Her talent competition is. Are we ready to talk about this? I'm ready, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna agree here. I'm kind of nervous. I don't know okay, if we're going so to agree. Let's let's set the stage. Okay. So, Joey sings "On My Own" from Les Misérables. Mm-hmm. So this is a very like. This is probably one of, like the biggest ballads from this show. Have you ever seen I have not. Les Mis? Mm-mm. So I saw Les Mis. Obviously, I saw the movie. Obviously, I've seen the play like on Broadway. Um, so 
this song is sung by um, Eponine. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, oh, Epin. So I'm sorry if I'm not. And essentially, she's in love. It's a very similar situation. She's in love with this a friend, uh, Marius. And she, but Marius is in love with Cosette, oh, okay. not her. Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar thing. Yeah. And she sings the song about unrequited love about Marius. Um, and it's like, a, it's a big thing. It's probably like, you know, you know, if you want like a song, if you're an actor or and you want a song, this is like the song. Okay, this is like it's a very, very popular big. like song that people mm-hmm. sing for like, I don't know, tryouts or whatever. Tryouts, exactly. Okay. Like Rachel Berry sing this song in Glee. Like this is like oh, the song. Okay. So um so it makes a lot of sense that Joey sings the song. Yeah. Like it makes so much sense because the context matches up. Yes. Um it this was painful. <laughs> Okay, you mean you mean her actually singing it? Her it was I it was I when I was watching this I'm like is this meant to be good? Okay, thank you. Yes, here's the thing. Here's the thing, people. This is actually Katie Holmes singing this, okay? Right, I could tell. My, me too. Um she sounds like she's like 11. Like it's it's very immature sounding so Mm -hmm. like if 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 i if i listened if i was at like a talent competition for children and there was like a 10 year old and they sang this i'd be impressed right because this is a 10 year old singing it but joey who is supposed to be like 15 16 like to me they made it seem like oh my god i'm crying i'm sobbing it's so beautiful and i was like um like did anybody who who did this to katie like i did who did this to katie and it went on for Far too fucking long. Far, she's like two and a half fucking minutes of this. Like, are we done yet? Okay. Like, I want to know who did this to my girl Katie Holmes. <laughs> I don't think that she deserved this. It was a bad. Like, it wasn't good. It was obviously ugh. she. Obviously, they wanted her to sing, and then she got put into this position where they she had to sing this like, right? You know, it's not like an it's not phantom, it's not operatic, but this is a big ballad. Like this is like a big song it's for like telling, a little voice. Yes, it is like giving. It is like sim- similar to like giving her a Beyonce song or like an Adele song or like mm-hmm. a, a Christina Aguilera song. Like you can't just give somebody with a small voice a big song because she can't yes. fill it up like in the way yes. that and she needs I, to think that it was meant to be really good and it was I think supposed like the, to that was the way that the people on the show reacted yeah, yeah. and I think like the the best thing about I think it's hmm, if Katie had a good voice I think that this would have been really really powerful but why didn't they just give her like why didn't they have somebody because the do context it? of the song is perfect no I'm not saying the, that I'm saying it's the perfect song for an imperfect voice but that's and I feel bad it's not her but fault have she's a not over like have a person who sings do it oh I, they do I don't that know all Maybe the time she, in television do you think that she thought that she was doing a beautiful job with this? Like, do, do you think that they thought that this was good? I think like, maybe they pushed her into it. They're like, oh, you can sing, right? And she's like, I guess so. And then they were like, here you go. She's like, okay, so this is what she did. She is the type of person on a resume that says, like, I could, like, do Excel <laughs> and I'm proficient uh-huh. in, like, 
all these things yes, yes. or like an actor i can horseback I ride Spanish, which and then you get put in a western yes, yes. and then you're fucked yeah i speak spanish and, but it, i i really like i'm fluent in spanish but what that means is i took it in sixth and seventh grade and that was it exactly yeah. so then they're like oh yeah katie like it says right here on your um resume and on your headshot uh, that you're proficient in singing and that you're a soprano. So, like, you know, go sing. Yeah. You're good. Um, I, feel, you know, like, I, I'm not, like, I, I'm not sitting here making fun of We're Katie not trying to be, like, I, shady. We're just trying to say, like, the her her singing and the reaction to her singing did not mesh. Did they, not didn't, they did not align together. And so yeah. it was, like, very concerning to me, especially with how long that scene went on. Me. Like, that scene went on far, far too long. And it, that whole scene yeah. is supposed to be, like, Jen and Dawson watching Joey and like Dawson's eyes are just like fucking glitters and sparkles and fucking unicorn farts. Like, oh my god! Dawson's so boner great. was the size of like the freaking Empire State Building yeah. for this, and literally, I mean, like, for oh, me, wow. I would be like, yeah, I would be like, ooh, like Joey ooh, girl, give her some auto tune. Um, yeah, it was just not great. <laughs> I just wanted more support from the direction team. Yeah. For this. But here's the thing. They set her up. The song wasn't good. However, I will say that No, like, the song itself was no, good. It was the I'm right sorry. song. Yes, but the, the voice was not great. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. But yeah. her answer to like what she would tell today's youth was very good. Oh yeah, she says, "Okay, you interview." Yeah, yes. so you'll come across people who think they're better than you are. Strength of character matters. Don't sell those things. Don't sell out. And this is right after she overhears two of the other contestants basically being like, "Oh, I bet she told the judges her sob story about her dead mom and her deadbeat dad and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And the way I'm sorry, but that bitch, the way that she said, "Oh, don't you know that her sister had an illegitimate child with her black boyfriend?" I mean, Hannah's being a freaking bitch in this entire thing. Yeah. Like, freaking psychopath. Like, you don't have to be that insecure. She's awful. And, you know, Dawson sees that Joey has overheard this. And Dawson was being very nice and being like, you know, don't listen to them. Yeah. You're like, you know, I'm so proud of you. Like, you really came out of your shell. Like, I know it was hard for you. Yeah. Um, Blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. Like, I mean, I thought this was a a great um a great answer to this question i think that it um she definitely got points for for this 100 because ultimately when we come to a winner yeah when we come to a winner hannah got third place second runner up Mm -hmm. um two tickets to the rialdo um she's pretty pressed but that's what she deserves yeah First runner-up and the winner of a free day of beauty at Betty's Hair Barn is Joey. So Joey got second place. Like, she did not win the 5K, which is, you know, it's like, it's upsetting. Because the reason why she wants the money. Go ahead. Sorry. What was that? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. Just the reason why, like, she she needed the money. But, you know, I respect the fact that she didn't didn't win. 
Who the fuck goes to a place advertised as the hair barn to get their hair cut? Literally never would I step foot in a place that's called the hair barn to get my hair cut. Never. Yeah, I don't go to I don't go to the hair barn. My salon, I love my salon. Um <laughs> it's not called the hair barn. Who would go to a place with the barn in the name to get their hair cut? Nobody. Uh would you go to a ski barn where that sells ski equipment? I would never fucking buy ski equipment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I look like somebody who skis? This was actually a thing that I remember because I work. So my for no, those who don't know, the company f- uh, for which I work is located in Vermont. And a lot of Vermont people ski and they love the snow. And that's always a thing that they like ask people when they start. Oh, do you ski? And I'm like, do I look like I ski? No, I don't ski. You know what I would say? I would say yes and put on my resume so I can get the job. No, I, well, it was, I think I had the job at that point. But it was like, no, I don't ski. I don't have a fucking death wish. Like, absolutely, I don't ski. I, I didn't come from money. Like, in my world, when I was a kid, only the rich kids got to ski. So, like, I certainly wasn't mm-hmm. one of those kids. But, yeah. Um, the hair barn is a no-go for me. Thank you very much. But... And uh, honestly, it's the worst possible prize that Joey could yeah, have Joey won. Yeah, Joey doesn't give a fuck about her hair. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't care. No. She doesn't care. That's a wasted gift. I, I mean, Joey might have even preferred going to the, uh, having two tickets to the, uh, the Rialdo. Yeah, she definitely would have. Um, yeah. But yeah, Roberta ends up winning, which, I mean, of all the people to win, like, that's fine. We're happy about that. Yeah, I mean, like, she had a 4.0. Yeah. She won to go to the Peace Corps. So yeah. she 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 deserves to to take it home. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to so, do we want to to like Dawson and Jen and then Dawson and Joey? Yeah, okay. Let's do that. So like during the pageant, Dawson is like complimenting Jen on Joey, and like Jen is about to say that she misses Dawson, but Joey like starts singing and she like doesn't get the chance. Why Joey? And why Jen? Like, why are you doing yeah. this? And then. Like, you can tell, to me, this is, like, the act of a desperate woman when she, like, approaches Dawson, like, after the pageant, like, at the, towards the end of the episode. And she's just like, oh, you know, I didn't give our relationship much of a chance. I want another chance. And you could tell she's doing this because she's like, oh, shit, if I don't, like, sink my claws into him now, he's going to get together with Joey. Okay, so, like, why? Okay, so, Jen. Jen, girl. You were so clear-headed when you broke up with Dawson. You said, I need to be alone. I never had, like, a Saturday night to myself. Mm -hmm. I never got to date around. Like, I've always been to boyfriend to boyfriend. Why did you do this? Like, why? Like, you were so good. You were literally my second favorite character in the beginning of this season. And I loved you. I loved... That you're always speaking facts. I loved how you were telling Dawson no at certain points and to slow down. And you were taking control of the situation. And you were telling Graham to, like, fuck off. Like, you know, but why? Is it just because you saw Dawson interested in Joey? Is that really it? Like, is it? I think that has to be it. Like, 
to me i expect better from you jen like come on come on you're supposed to be our one savior in this whole fucking thing sarah to me jen's actions in this episode were like reminding me of like two memes the what is you doing bb like that one and also (laughs) what is you doing bb BB? and also the second one she reminds me of is the tyra banks of like we were voting for you we were oh my god yes like i just i just i don't understand her actions like to me it just comes off as that with her. It just it really is like jealousy to me. That's what it, it reads as. And if that's the case, it's very unfortunate because to me, early season one Jen is very like she's she's not like jealous at all. She's very self-confident. No. She has self-assurance. Yes. She doesn't give a shit that Joey and Dawson are like BFFs and that Joey obviously has a thing for Dawson. Like she's so just like confident in their relationship that it doesn't even bother her. In fact, she goes out of her way to be nice to Joey. But here we have her mm-hmm. all of a sudden Dawson has eyes for Joey and immediately she's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have broken up with him. Why though? Why, Jen? Okay. And I'm even going to say this and I, I hate to say this, it's not fair for Dawson because you're confusing him you say Um, no 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 and then you say that you want to try and it's not fair this has been you know what we're we're guesstimating you say like five creek weeks i say it's about a month Well, let's say she so So we had the first time it was like two creek weeks out yeah and then Mm -hmm. we've had like halloween and whatnot since then yeah i say it's been at least a month if not more and here's the thing dawson resists but he has not yet met the Charlotte York rules of the two and a half months, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Da- so Dawson obviously turns her down because, I mean, gonna, here's the thing. We're going to shit on Dawson because he sucks, especially with the Joey stuff. We're going to chat about that in a second. But good on Dawson for not immediately hopping back with Jen when he knows he has yeah. unresolved feelings for Joey, right? Like, can yeah. we at least, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll commend yeah. him for that because we're about to rip him to shreds, I'm sure. Um, In this situation, I'm more upset in this particular situation, mm-hmm. I'm I'm really upset with Jen because it's not I just a good look think on it's any, not fair on any level. It's not a good look for her to like mess with Dawson's head. It's not a good look for her to. And I don't. I. It's hard to to kind of go behind Joey's back, in my opinion, to at least not give yeah. her the heads up when you're when you're attempting to form a friendship with somebody. If they're not even friends, who gives a fuck? But she's the one. Right. She is the one who keeps going to Joey and saying, why aren't we friends? Let's be friends. We could be friends. Like, she is the initiator. Yeah, and then I, I do want to know, so, like, what happens if, you know, Dawson says, because he's a moron, like, says, you know yeah. what? Like, I do want to re- try things with you yeah. again. Then... Then what is Jen supposed to do? Go back to Joey and be like, you know what? Just kidding. Like, you know, I mm-hmm. am. I want to be with Dawson. Yeah. Remember that guy that was between us? Oh, by the way, he's back between us because I'm with him again. It's just a bad I know. And look. especially, especially if like Dawson and Joey had their conversation. And right. then next thing you know, the next day, like Dawson and Jen are holding hands at school. Like how fucked up yeah. would that be? And here's the thing. Like, this is such a reversal of who Jen was as a character in the beginning of the season because yeah. even though she's she even said herself she's not somebody who's had a ton of like girlfriends or like best friends or anything like that she was being a very good friend in the beginning of the season she was going out of her way to be friends with Joey even when Joey was a complete dick to her and oh yeah and now we're in the situation where she's like do, being 
just so cagey and like doing stuff that is just so out of character for her. It's extremely frustrating to watch when you expect more from Jen. You know what I mean? Like it's just. I do. I do. I I, I hold and we held very high standards to Jen. And we were like, at times we were like, you know what? Like, it's not fair how high standards we hold for Jen because she's but so she, young. Yeah, but she's just disappointing the, us the, now. The words that we said was that she's so emotionally mature yes. that we forget that she's only 15. I remember right. saying that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm 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 pretty upset with Jen. I don't know why she did this. Like, I, I, I know it makes sense that she did it because of jealousy, but it's just like, it's just not like I don't her. want to believe that that's what it was. Because she was so um, self-assured earlier in this yep. season, it's very discouraging and very annoying. But let's shift our frustrations to Mr. Dawson Leary, because I'm sure we have words for him and his, okay. his situation. Well, let's set the scene of post-pageant conversation with Joey. Okay, yeah, this was making me very nervous in this scene. Did you think because, going into the scene, did you think they were going to get together? Yeah, okay. I did. And like the and I it just like kept getting worse and worse this conversation. Them holding so, hands for like 5 seconds cracked me up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they literally Jen sees them. They hold hands like and I'm talking not like kindergarten style where you cup together. It was fingers laced hand holding. Yeah. And they move yeah. 5 feet to a bench, stop holding hands and sit stop down. Stop holding hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then that's enough time for Jen to see them yeah. have like a have a, a mental breakdown about yes. it. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so oh God, so, um, first Dawson says for the first time in his life, Joey left him speechless, and I was like, ugh. And then he's like, he gives his jacket to her. And then, like, you know, Dawson's like, you know, I love how you came out of your shell. Like, you found a new confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, you turn, you're transformed into, like, a, this beautiful version of yourself, Joey. And, like, with everything, every single sentence, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, no. Like, is this going to end up with them yeah. kissing? Like, these, this is so, like, problematic. Like, um, and, like. Everything was so cringy, and I was like, "She and I couldn't tell." Like, I'm like, "You don't know at how first she's I'm like, react. She's totally eating this up." Yeah, like, because you know. the thing is, is like when you, at first glance, these are compliments, right? At first glance, these are like, "Oh my it gosh, didn't you feel came that out way. of your shell, and you're confident, and you were beautiful," and they seem yeah. like compliments. The reality is, you should always notice she's beautiful. She should be wearing pajamas mm-hmm. or you know jeans, and she should be beautiful. Um, like it's to me, why, why is it that, oh, she's wearing a a beautiful evening gown and all of a sudden you notice her beauty? Like she has to be dressed up with makeup on for you to notice she's beautiful. And like, to me, like, yeah, she, maybe there is a, there is something to say about her being on stage and kind of having the confidence that she doesn't normally have. Someone having confidence is certainly an attractive quality. Um, yeah, but I think that Joey loves you for you and you should love Joey for Joey, not who she performs as on a stage to get money for college. Right. Like that's the frustrating part about this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I told I'm totally on the same page with you. I totally agree. Like he says that, like, you know, like, oh, it's so weird. Like I'm sitting next to my best friend and my palms are sweating. Yeah. It's like I've no he says I've known you forever. And for the first time I've seen you tonight um or and he says and then she goes like and then 
shocking, but amazingly, she goes, there's something not right about this. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. does this show, does this show from 1998, is this really going here where a character is so smart and so, like, yeah puts value in herself as a 16-year-old girl. Is she really stopping this? Because this is incredible. I mean, I'm telling you, I laughed this episode. I cried this episode. I was cheering. I watched this episode, this scene twice, and I cried both times. And call me an emotional wreck. Call me a Pisces. I don't fucking care. But the fact that this girl has enough dignity within herself to say, this isn't right. Yeah. Um, the dresses aren't her. And like it's just lipstick you know, and hairspray. And I love that this, line. This whole line, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I I mean, I, I can read it quickly. No, go or, ahead, go ahead. I mean, okay. I thought this is what I wanted for you to see me as beautiful, for you to look at me the way that you look at Jen. But the truth is, that's not what I want at all. I want you to look at me and see the person that you've known and realize that we've had what we've had is so much more incredible than just some passing physical attraction. Because you know what? It's just makeup. It's just hairspray. And tomorrow we'll be back. I'll be back to just being Joey. Just Joey. The too tall girl that lives on the wrong side of the creek. This bitch like really did this. And I I, I, I wrote in my notes, this is the best moment of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like, and then Dawson says, like, we should talk about this. Like, we can't go back to the way things were. And Joey's like, you've had a lifetime to process your feelings for me. And I can't spend the rest of mine hoping that you might throw a general glance in my direction between your tortured teen romances with whatever Jen Lindsay, Lind, Lindley, it rolls into your life next. And then this bitch gives back his jacket and walks away. Yep. It's like, fuck yes. Yeah, like, I this was, is what we I wanted for Jen. Like, this is what we wanted yes. for Jen. Like, we want the yes. confidence and the self-assurance and the moment to realize, like, just because a guy likes you and maybe you had feelings for him doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's it's the right moment for you two to be together. And the fact yep. that it took this long for him to realize that Joey is more than just, like, the tomboy who lives on the wrong side of the creek. Like, I'm happy that she gets the indication that, like, shit, wait, why is he just saying this now? Why did it take Mm -hmm. this long for him to say that? And also, I do think... Just because she put on some fucking lipstick. Lipstick and hairspray. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I also think it's it should be concerning to her, and I don't know if this kind of ran through her mind, that, like, she's not a rebound girl. Like, I'm sorry, but Mm -hmm. it's only been five Creek Weeks since Dawson and Jen broke up. Like, it's not the time. Mm -hmm. Like... If, if there's a time for them to be together, right? Relationships aren't just about loving somebody. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's timing, too. Like, timing isn't right. always there for people, right? And so, like, I just think, like, you and I are both, like, just, like, so proud of Joey for being the person that I'm we really kind of proud of Jen her. was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm I'm not going to lie. I I know myself. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have been, been the able, Joey. I wouldn't have been the Joey. I would have said, I would have, I might have thought it for a second but never my wildest dreams or like unfortunately I would not especially at that age been like 
you know, like you aren't seeing me for me. I would take it and run with it and be like, this is what I've wanted. And, you know, screw my self-worth because it's what I think I want or I've wanted. I've wanted this for a while. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I just know myself like I wouldn't have been that girl. Like, I mean, you have I hope that you for you um, that you would. But um, I know I wouldn't have. I honestly I think at age 15. I think knowing me, the person that you know me, nearly 30-year-old me now, yeah, I definitely would have been those the Joey in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. 15-year-old me, I don't think so. I think I, I don't think I had the self-confidence. I don't know. It's hard to say. But I don't think I had the self-confidence that I do now to, like, sniff out the bullshit, if that makes sense. Like, maybe yeah. in my brain it would have been like, a, uh, is this right? But I don't know that I necessarily would have acted on those feelings as much. Um, yeah, but this that's why it's so impressive. Right. Because like you're a teenager. It, yeah, there's like there's a lot going on. Someone you had a lot of feelings for and is your best friend and is finally admitting these feelings for you. And it's it's hard to, to say no to that. And that's why it's so impressive. Yeah. And like I totally agree with you. I love joining this moment. This is why this episode is particularly iconic beyond the whole pageant and the singing yeah. and all of that. It's it's a yeah. very and iconic I, I I've. I know. And I honestly, I really didn't anticipate it. Mm-hmm. I was watching that scene. And that's that good scene. that it surprises you, you know? Yeah. I was watching the scene cringing because I was like, this feels so hollow and so wrong. And like, my initial thought was, there's no way she's going to reject his advances. There's no way. Yeah. And she did. And I was like, holy crap. Like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because it's so good. And I, I messaged you after I finished this episode. I was like, I think Dawson's Creek is my new favorite show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed by it. I'm very impressed. And yes, of course, I want Jen to be as strong as Joey in these moments. But I mean, for whatever reason, her character is not is not there right now. Um yeah. And then I like how in the end of the episode we have like Dawson. I think Dawson and Joey are both thinking about their their night and how things went. And Dawson's probably still shook because he had a big day. But um, I like I love how Joey is in the mirror. And I honestly think like she's looking in her mirror and she like pulls up her hair and she smiles. And I don't think it's because she's thinking about Dawson. I'm thinking it's because she finally sees herself as beautiful. I think so. Too. I'd like to think that. Yes, I agree. I'd like to think that that's what she's thinking in the moment. For right now, we obviously don't really know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Yeah. I, I, if we're looking this at this optimistically, I would agree that that's how I would like to look at that scene. And I'm interested yeah. to see where things go from here. Do let's let's get out the let's get out the um the question that I always ask you next episode. It's called decisions. What do you think that means <gasps> for the show? Ugh. Decisions. Yes. Obviously, everybody has to make decisions on where they're going forward. Um, I think that Dawson, it's time for Dawson to choose between Joey and Jen. I think Joey has to decide, like, is she going to still be, like, lingering um, with feelings with Dawson? I feel like it's going to be pretty hard for her to lose those feelings that she's had for years and years overnight. So I'm sure she's probably, in, like, really agonizing over that. And then, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know what decisions Pacey's going to make. Maybe Pacey's going to decide if he's... Uh, leaving the old Witter house or what he's up to. But yeah, I think that this is very going to be a very relationship based episode uh, for our final episode of 
season one. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know. It, it's crazy. It snuck up on us, I think. It really did, because especially because I didn't know it was that so it, short. it was coming. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into, let's get into the sassy sayings and notable 90s song, and then yeah. be back then fashion hour. Okay. Um, um, sassy saying, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. It's when past, uh, Pacey and Jen are watching, basically watching Dawson watch Joey. And Pacey says to Jen, is it the possibility of losing him to someone else that suddenly makes him attractive? And I was like, Sp- Pacey's fucking calling a spade a spade. Like, yep. I loved this line. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Um, my sassy saying is... Um, you think I'm such a barking chart car chaser that D student with a Julius Caesar haircut has a better shot than me. And that was Joey in regards or to Dawson in regards to her, mm-hmm. um, you know, being in the pageant. Yes. I just love a D student with a Julius Caesar haircut. Yeah. Like, I think hilarious. you messaged me that and you were like dying at I it. Tweeted oh, you tweeted it. it. I was, was. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was a good line. Um, for great. notable '90s song, I'm, I the only song I like somewhat recognized, but I I couldn't have told you like the name or the artist. It was a song called "Goldfinger" by Superman, and it was a song like during mm. the pageant that played. Nothing more notable mm. than that, though. No, I didn't really recognize. I think they're putting all the money into next episode. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there's like eight extremely notable '90s songs in the next episode, yeah. and they're just like saving it for the final episode. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I agree. Nothing, nothing too notable. Yeah. Do we have any feedback um, for this episode? We have, we have some feedback, girl. Yeah. We got some feedback. The feed, you guys were good to us this week. We so, love it. Yes. So at Dirtbag Kelly writes, uh, thanks very much for reading my previous email. The rehash definitely cleared up my one question. And that was what me, Sarah, knows and does not right, know in regards on. to spoilers yep. um i would say you're still very much unspoiled on things which excites me for the future of the pod thank you mm-hmm. um and then if anybody doesn't want to know about spoilers um in regards to what we touched on last week like earmuffs and just like go forward 30 seconds um they said sucks that you know about the mitch thing so it won't hit as right as it should be but to be fair it is just mitch um, <laughs> that's great i would say but i think it probably will hit me um if anybody doesn't know i haven't talked about it on our dawson's creek pod but i lost my father when i was only 19 so and i'm a, a water sign that loves to cry mm-hmm. so i'm pretty confident it will hit me yeah. um, in the way it's meant to. So um, Dirtbag Kelly continues. I was curious if Jess could clear up if she knows anything about the whole Dawson, Pacey, Joey friendship. I was always kind of confused on when Pacey shows up. I assume they all grew up together, but I feel like that doesn't track with what we know. I don't think it's hit upon. Um, so he wants to uh, they want to know your thoughts. Um, yeah, I I don't know that we ever get like flashbacks or anything that talk about how they all kind of became friends. Mm-hmm. I always assumed that Joey and Dawson have always been friends like since like pretty much childhood. And I assumed that like Pacey and Dawson became friends like maybe he had one class with Joey and another class with Pacey. And so like when he wasn't near Joey, he had Pacey to keep him company mm-hmm. type of thing. I think 
I think in the last episode or the episode before, I think that they said that they've been friends for three years. Do- Pacey Dawson. and Dawson. Okay, that tracks. I mean, that's that'd be like them going into middle school and like that becoming exactly. Friends. So that's what Dirtbag Kelly says. I assume probably Pacey shows up in middle. Grade I think that school, makes sense so. because when usually yeah. you have like one best friend, but then when you get into classes mm-hmm. without that best friend, well, you have to make other friends. So I yeah, think that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that tracks. Um. Was pretty excited for this episode because I remember the Pacey arc in this one. So interested in hearing your takes. So here it goes. Um, Was the current. uh, So here's some takes. Was the current theme song always in the show at the beginning here or did they they scrub the original? Oh, okay. So this is a really good question that I I heard. um, I noticed, actually. So in the beginning of the scene we didn't talk about this but like the in the bug sex oh scene, the bug sex yeah it, like they started playing what no is i don't our current theme song i think they just plugged the, that in like i think it would so have been on a the original theme song was at i the think end. so yeah okay I, that's my guess so, this song is like no i think they just did that on the back end <laughs> yeah um Dirtbag Kelly loves Pacey calling out Dawson. Um, Also, they realize that Jen and Joey totally skipped the lunch line, which Jen, Joe, uh, Joey hates when people skip the lunch line. What a hypocrite that Joey, uh, Josephine (laughs) Potter. Yeah. And then like also the fact that like Joey is literally filling out the form in front of Dawson and Dawson's like, why are you guys here? Like, what are you doing? Jen, are you like signing up for the pageant? Yeah. Um, Hannah sucks. We agree. Um, Dawson is always making everything about him. CNN. Really, Dawson? Exactly. Yeah. That's the only reason he like wants PC to be involved is for that reason. Yeah. We said that too. Yeah. CNN does not want no Dawson. No one gives a fuck, Dawson. No one yeah, cares about Pacey your tiny really town. Want, <laughs> yeah, Pacey really wants to get that one vote oh away from God. Hannah. That was great. Um, Pacey dropping more truth bombs. Mm-hmm. Hannah sucking again. We love that. Um, and then uh, Pacey, don't waste your time being nice to Hannah. Yeah, what the we we kind of talked about that. Like, what is Hannah doing here? Like, we don't care about Hannah. Yeah. It's fine. Go away, Hannah. Yeah. And then one last thought from uh, Kelly. Okay, just curious when you think Jen will turn things around on her character because she's been on a nosedive uh, as yes. of late. I don't remember her being this bad. Anyways, keep up the good work, ladies. Thank you, Thank Kelly. Thank you, Kelly, so much. We really appreciate your feedback. Um, I, not to spoil anything, I don't remember, like, exactly the timeline of things. I, my my gut instinct says it's going to get worse before it gets better. That is my gut oh, instinct. Fuck. But I could be wrong about that. I don't I, I know that I've seen the whole show, but I can't say to you like, oh, this is so and so storyline from season two. And this, you know what I mean? So that that's my gut instinct saying yeah. that. Um, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Time will tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for the feedback, Kelly. Um and thank you for tweeting at us, too. I really yeah. enjoyed your feedback Shit 90s pod at gmail.com if you all want to get in on Shit the Shit 90s pod at gmail.com. Next email is from our, fa- our friend Stefan. Um, hey, ladies. Deja vu. Joey and Jen talking about being friends, doing it for an episode and then forgetting it ever happened. Why is this? Like, we have been we've been going through this like over and over again. Do you want to be friends? Here's my ice cream. Literally, like, this is the will they won't friends? they of the show. This is the will they won't they. Will they won't they be friends? <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, be friends or not. Please make a decision. I know. 
Um, next thought. Did Katie Holmes just utter the line, I'm not pretty. I can't watch this show anymore. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> it is preposterous to me. I don't she's think gorgeous. She's she's so pretty that yeah. I can't it's it's I mean, honestly, she's just she's, she's just pretty, she's gorgeous. Like, we know it. Come on. Perfect body perfect face yeah. um i do get that i do something get the, different with her hair i do get the insecurity about like being like tall and lanky like i told i can get that how someone would be insecure about that especially in high school yes. like you want the it's a, girls want boys to be taller than them is like a thing yeah and i right, totally right, get right. that but yeah no it's it is preposterous yeah uh please tell me beauty contest is not what gets dawson to look at joey differently it is yep. and it's unfortunate and so we sad. hate this life uh, Stefan thinks that Pacey should have won the contest. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I thought Roberta did a good. I don't know. I, I, I liked Roberta. I think she was fine. I think that there was no way in hell Pacey was ever going to win that. Like we all know it, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the singing was interesting. That's <laughs> what we thought. <laughs> um, and then uh, he ends the email saying, "Yeah, Joey, you go, girl." Yeah. Yeah, we, in regards to we feel the, the same um, way. Yeah, yeah, we feel the same way. Spectacular. Yeah. Um, we have um, Andra tweeted us and say, "Fun fact: I've never heard on my own before this episode." Immediately after, I I um I searched for the lyrics and proceeded to sing in the shower for years <laughs> to come. One of my favorite Dawson's episodes and moments. We love that. We we love it. Um, I I've known this song forever as a Broadway lover, and it's always it's just like that. It's, song. A, it's that song. It's yeah, that it's like defying. What is it? Defying gravity or whatever. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. You got the name right. You got, Thank you. Got you. The name right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at no, you. No, it's for fine. Trying we know that to... I don't know anything about Broadway. We I know a lot about Broadway Hamilton song. now because I love Hamilton. Yep. Yep. You really do. I do. Okay, so our friend Cheeky Hobbit writes to us, Ah, the infamous beauty contest episode, an absolute season one classic. Joey and Jen bonding, Pacey being charming, uh, Dawson getting rejected. (laughs) So many good things to enjoy. Oh, my God. Those are some of my favorite things. That's a good point. That is true. That's why we love it so much. Dawson gets rejected. There is also, of course, the absolute murder of On My Own, which continues to be a blot on Katie Holmes's career. Oh, no. I'm glad we're all on the same page, at least. I get why they chose the song thematically, but yikes. I still love Joey, but it's not one of her finest moments. I guess the judges liked it, though. Um, I would love to hear more on it being a blot on Katie Holmes's career. Um, is this like a known thing? Like, is this like something that oh, I like, don't she's embarrassed think, by? I don't think it's like a no. I mean, maybe it's a known thing. I I didn't necessarily like remember that she, it was this bad because I was a kid when yeah. I watched it. You know, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think Cheeky so. Hobbit. Um, message message us and let us know like if it's legit. You know, like if, a, if like she's like had interviews about this yeah, yeah. or like something. Yeah. Um. She continues, I can I like how neither of our protagonists win the pageant that feels appropriate for the show. Yep. And I love that Joey and Jen aren't pitted against each other, but are given the opportunity to be friends. Finally. I do think that's a great point. Like they could have easily had it Jen versus Joey, like I guessed. And I'm glad that, that it didn't come to that. Yeah, I agree. 
I feel bad for Pacey, but I think at this point, the writers have given up on their original concept for who Pacey is and just started writing for Joshua Jackson 1, as they should. 1,000%. He's, he's a lot different of a character than he originally was, and for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, almost at season one finale. Loving the podcast. Keep up the great Aww, work. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you so, so, so much. Guys, we much. Really, I really love emails. I don't it. think we can underestimate, like, or over... Wait, overstate, overstate how much we love getting emails. So please send more oh, in. Oh, yes. Shit90spod at gmail.com or tweet at us at Shit90spod. Instagram also at Shit90spod. Yes, 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 yes. This was such a great episode. And I think that it makes sense why we got so much feedback for this Absolutely. episode. because it's iconic. Um, you know, it seems to be iconic. I don't know compared to other episodes, but it seems extremely iconic for me. Um... So I I just love the feedback. Yes. So yeah, at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram and Shit90sPod at gmail.com yes. if anybody wants to send in additional feedback for our last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. Coming up. Um, Coming on shall up. Shall we get into the fashion hour? Um, absolutely. All right. So for the Rachel Green Award, which is the most 90s outfit, um, we have three options here. Honestly, this episode didn't really, considering it was a pageant, didn't really impress me with the outfits too much. But um, we have Pacey first. I believe this was like kind of in like the opening scene or like his first scene of the episode, I should say. Um, he's wearing a zip up sweatshirt that is kind of like a burnt orange with a tan stripe across the top, a horizontal stripe. And then the top part is more like a brown color. And I believe he's wearing cargo pants. A bit tough to tell, but it looks to me like it had a lot of pockets. So that is why I think it's cargo pants. So, yeah, like, I I do like this. I think that it looks pretty comf. Um, I think that it, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like, there's nothing, like, it's not too bad. Like, I think it's age appropriate. I think that it's something that, you know, showcases his Julius Caesar haircut really yeah. well. Um, and I think that it is is something that looks 90s because of the stripes and the color blocking. Yeah. So um, pretty good. Pretty good. OK. Next up, we have this pageant bitches outfit. Do you know her name? Mm-hmm. Do you know which one this is? I don't know who this is. No, I don't know who this is. But this is the one that answers the questions really dumbly, yeah, right? Yeah. And she's wearing like a black dress with like fucking sequins for days. It has like a um like a sheer aspect at the top but it looks like it's strangling her it's black with like sparkles she has these gaudy ass earrings that are massive her hair is like pulled up in an updo and she has kind of spermy eyebrows yes i mean this is a pageant dress like she has um you know very eleganza very like sparkly it has that like high neck and like the like see-through element to it and yeah like it's in terms of like 90s it is not like a modern pageant dress because it has like you know I think it probably has shoulder pads I'm seeing something something over in that element maybe 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 but yeah it isn't it's not very modern. It has like a lot of like Baroque detailing to it. Um, and she's like a very vapid, horrible human being. Yeah. So I don't like her. 
love that for her. Um, and lastly, no, for I don't. <laughs> lastly for this category, I waffled with where to put this outfit, but ultimately I landed on the Rachel Green Award for um for Joey or a nomination, I should say, for Joey in her pageant outfit. She's wearing a long uh, pageant dress. It's brown, but it has these kind of like. Like this pattern, kind of like a doily pattern, honestly. And it kind of looks. <laughs> Stop with a doily. But it's not doily, but it, it kind of, you know what I mean? Like a floral. It's damask. It's damask. Okay, this bitch it's has the words. Damask. It's damask. And it looks kind yeah. of like velvety and it has yes. spaghetti straps, um, a deep V for the, the front. And it has like a cow neck almost. Yeah, like, kind of cowly deep V necks. And then it crisscrosses yep. mm-hmm. in the back with a, a lot of back yep. exposed. Um, Her hair is wrapped up in a, what do you call that? It's called something like a roll. A French twist. French twist. There you go. And um, pretty necklace on with like maroon beads on the front. And her makeup especially I thought was very 90s because she has like a brown eyeshadow, kind of like a brownie red lip, a um, lot of blush. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, what do you what do you think of Joey's pageant look? I honestly I think it's spectacular Mm -hmm. like I think that and it is very 90s but it doesn't look too dated so it has like a very 90s silhouette with it being like very slinky and close to the body so um, it has like a very like straight silhouette and the crisscross Um, and so I, I, I think it's I think it looks great on her like I honestly I really do I think the dress was made for her I never got to really see like a full body outfit which beca- it's which very really frustrating yeah because because this show loves its close-ups it really and is. it's like that's horrible for fashion like I need to see like does this go to the floor does what it are cut the shoes? out like her calf yeah. I want to know her shoe situation yeah. so it's pretty frustrating, but from like the hips up, I love it. I like the crisscross. She has, I mean, she's like a five foot ten, like thin, beautiful young girl. Yeah. So there's like she can wear a sack and she would make it look elegant. Yeah. But for me, obviously, this week, I think the win has to go to Joey. I, I think that and it's guess what? It's not because she put on different makeup and she did her hair. It's because She's feeling herself. Yeah. And it's also a beautiful dress. Like, you can't deny that. It's a beautiful dress. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Moving on to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfit. Honestly, there weren't a ton of contenders here. I have two options no. here for you tonight. I have mm-hmm. Jen's, like, I'm going to help Joey with a balance of book on her head outfit. Um, it's kind of just like a simple maroon, like, Henley type of heavier sweatshirt, e-sweater. Um, typical mm-hmm. blonde hair side part you know, straight down. She kind of has like a peachy salmon lipstick on um, and like more of a light wash jean with maybe a little bit of like zhuzhing on the upper thigh. I don't know what that's called when like distressed, like Mm -hmm. kind of thing on the top uh, part of the thigh. What do you think of Jen's outfit? Um, I like it. Like it's a nice casual look. Jen, you know, it's kind of interesting because in the beginning of the season, Jen also wore like a ton of like girl next door dresses and like things that you can wear to church. And like for whatever reason, the as the season goes and the meaner Jen gets and the worse she is, mm-hmm. the like the less like nice girl outfits, like girl next door outfits she wears. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like a thematic choice. We'll see. I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, it's like a casual look for her. And I like the shirt. Like, I can totally see myself wearing it now. Uh, The wash of the jean is is decent. And, you know, it's just like a cash look for Jen. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Um, Next up, I have uh, Pacey's... Uh, what is what is it called? Uh, what is it called when they tuxedo? Yeah, but tuxedo? no, I'm thinking of that. Oh, evening, evening wear. wear. Thank you. Pacey's uh-huh. evening wear. He's wearing a black t- black or is it blue? It kind of looks both. I think it's black. It kind of looks both, but I think it's black. I think it's black. Well, yeah. yeah, black tuxedo, black tie. Very just like a classic. I'm going to a fancy event, except for the Julius Caesar hair, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he looked quite debonair in this outfit. I think he looks great. Like, it's really nice seeing uh, Pacey dressed up. He, I mean, you got to admit, he commanded the stage in yeah. this part of the show. Like, he was, like I said before, he was doing his spins. He was smiling. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, eating up the audience's, like, cheers for him. Like, he, he too, was feeling himself. I thought that he looked great. I mean, a, ta- a, a tuxedo is classic and it's absolutely timeless. And, um, you know, I think that he looks he looks wonderful. And I think it, it fits him well, too. It doesn't yes. look like it's oversized. not too big like a lot of the 90s stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. So I I really like this look for Pacey. I think I'm going to give him the win this week. Wow. OK, so Pacey gets the uh, Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness and Joey gets the Rachel Green Award. Congratulations, you two. Mm-hmm. You love it. Yeah. Um, so coming up uh, next week, we already kind of said we're talking season one, episode 13 called Decision. We have a special guest. Yes, we have a special guest next week. Navi is coming on to talk with us. I'm so excited. Me too. Navi is so much fun. Um, and I've really been getting um, having a good time getting to know her on the clubhouse. Jeez. And I was um, talking to her the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, she's just great. And she's such like an amazing presence. And she told me that she started watching Dawson's Creek um, with us. Yes. Yeah, so she's not going to so, have any spoilers or anything like that. And it, it's going to be fun mm-hmm. to get like a fresh take on the show. I think. So. Yeah, I'm really excited about Fun that. Fun to finish out our season with Navi. Um, of course, as always, we're still doing Boy Meets World. Uh, catch us there. Those, uh, excuse me, those podcasts uh, release every Thursday. So keep an eye on your feeds for those. And we are ra- rounding out Mary Kate and Ashley March with one last podcast. Um, coming on to the podcast, we have the host of the Brazilian Dragon podcast, as well as his co-host for the Scooby-Doo shenanigans that are happening over there. Philippe and Kate are coming on to talk about Full House, specifically the Disney episodes from season six. I believe it's episodes 23 and 24. Yeah, it's the last two episodes of the season. It's a two-parter where they go to Disney. Yes, and we're going to be talking. We're kind of going to talk all about Full House in general as well. So we'll, yeah. we'll put out a question thread. But obviously, if you have any feedback, send that in. Shit90spot at gmail.com. So excited to finish out the month with that. Um, it's been a really, really fun month of podcasts for us, as long as like yeah. on the bonus content scale. Yeah, again. yeah. It's been spectacular, Mary Kane, Ashley March. Um we, you know, if you don't know or you haven't caught up yet, we had our 16 movie bracket with TikTok Nicole Horn. And then we did a general Mary Kate and Ashley talk 
also covering It Takes Two with Melissa Denny. And that was great. And I'm really excited to round it out with Felipe and Kate. It's going to just be a lot of yeah, fun. We're really excited. Um, and also, one other thing, if you are a patron of Post Show Recaps Theater, go uh, give a listen. We put out a podcast. Uh, we Sarah and I were on. We were guesting. And we talked about when Harry met Sally. So go give that a listen. It was really, really fun. Yeah, I mean, we had a great time. We, of course, would have loved to cover it on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me, <laughs> but, you know, we just couldn't. It took place yep. in, um, or released in 89, and we have to have rules some sort rules, of standards. People. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's that's everything, right? I don't, we have a lot going on. Yeah, we have, we have so much going on, so much coming in April. Definitely stay tuned. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit90sPod. Email us at Shit90sPod at gmail.com. If you would like, rate us a five-star review on iTunes. That helps us a lot. Get us out there. Yes. Um, we would greatly appreciate that. And aside from that, you know, follow Jessica and all of her shenanigans with community building. Can't forget yeah, that. Yeah, still going strong with community building. Our next guest is going to be Shut Up Tim. So you know you're in for a good time when Shut Up Tim comes on your podcast. So uh, mm-hmm. keep your eyes on that yes. podcast feed for that. Yeah, I hope you have a spectacular time. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> thank you. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Special thank you to JD for our amazing theme song. Uh, see you all later. Bye, everybody. Shit 90 Shows taught me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.